morning, contrarians. Monday morning, October 2nd, the first trading day of October and of the first quarter. Welcome to the, did I say first? I meant fourth. Welcome to the fourth quarter. It is 6.35 a.m. And, uh, well, we had a bit of a rally on Friday morning, but that fizzled out. The uh, cause of the rally was the PCE deflator, which did come in a little bit below estimates. Uh, But then over the weekend, we had lawmakers in D.C. able to stave off a government shutdown exactly as we had anticipated. They just kicked the can down the road. So they're going to have to do this all over again in a couple of months. Probably the outcome will be exactly the same then. But as trading gets underway this morning, markets are showing a bit of a mixed range of emotions here, if you will. Stock index futures are pretty flat, but tech is down two-tenths of 1%, and so is the Russell, which tracks small caps. I'm sorry, tech is up two-tenths of 1%. The Russell 2000 is down two-tenths of 1%. More tellingly, perhaps, bonds are selling off again. The two-year yield is up six basis points to 5.11%. And the 10-year is also up six basis points to 4.63%, keeping in mind that yields move inversely to prices. Cryptos are rallying, however. And this is a different indication here where risk appetite is concerned. Bitcoin is up 4% this morning to trade north of 28,000. I'll talk about all this in a little bit. Commodities kind of stuck in the middle. Copper is down less than 1%. WTI crude oil is up 1% to trade around $91.50 a barrel. So a couple of of known events today, Fed speakers, but most of these are just they're participating in roundtables or they're addressing subjects that really have no bearing on monetary policy. For example, John Williams, New York Fed president, is moderating discussion on climate risk at the Environmental Economics and Policy Conference. He's not even speaking. He's just moderating the conference. That probably means he'll give introductory remarks. That's at 1230. We also have uh, actually Fed Chair Jerome Powell is in some participating in some roundtable. He did that on Friday, too. And as expected, it was nothing. Um, (coughs) Excuse me. Maybe it was Thursday. I can't remember, but whatever. Uh, And then, uh, yeah, Philly Fed President Patrick Harker also doing a roundtable. We do get Cleveland Fed President Loretta Mester, and she is speaking on the economy, but that isn't until after the close at 5.30. So there you go, a bunch of Fed speakers. Construction spending for August, that data is out at 10 a.m. And uh, ISM purchasing manager indexes are out at 10 also. Uh, This is the second reading, which is probably just going to confirm what's in the first and as such can probably be safely ignored. So where this all leaves us this morning is that we are unlikely to get any new clarity from the Fed speakers because, as mentioned, most of these are topical and where they aren't, they're just on some roundtable. So it's it's unlikely we're going to get anything from them. Maybe Loretta Mester. But again, not until after the close. Construction spending and ISM figures probably won't do much to move markets either. So that kind of leaves us monitoring the pulse of the market. And more importantly, to kind of try to get a gauge 
of the emotions of the market. And the selling in bonds tells us that investors are clearly still concerned about inflation and about the Fed. But then you have this move in cryptos, 4%, as I mentioned, in Bitcoin. And this is the biggest jump that Bitcoin has made in a month. And this could be, maybe, an indication of renewed appetite, risk appetite. So the two two prevailing kind of narratives there, it is worth pointing out that cryptos have been a leading indicator going back to the bank failures in March of renewed risk appetite. They moved and then stocks followed eventually within a week. I'm not saying that's what's going to happen this time, but that was the pattern set earlier this this year. Now, we where the labor market is concerned, we got a solid contrarian indicator over the weekend in the form of the Barron's cover. And I've included it for you here. And it says, the extraordinary labor market. That's the cover story here. It has a nice picture of people presumably going to work. And the headline is even better than the cover. And what it says is, and I quote, this time really is different for the economy. Just look at the job market's confounding strength, end quote. I repeat, this time really is different for the economy. They're saying this. They're actually saying it. It's a cliche that when you're saying this time is different, it's the start of the turn. And barons of all people should know this, but hey, they need to get clicks more than they need to risk being a laughing stock. So there you go. This time is different for the economy, really. This, ladies and gentlemen, is the clearest indication you're going to get that the labor market is about to turn. We get non-farm payrolls on Friday. I don't know if that will reflect this, but this is it, okay? You want contrarian indicators? Barron's cover claiming this time is different for the economy, for the labor market. There you go. Labor market is about to turn. Book it. Take it to the bank. And we'll talk about that more, I'm sure, in the months ahead. So there you go. That's what we got today, this Monday morning. Welcome to the fourth quarter. Thanks for listening. We'll be back here again tomorrow morning. Speak then. Bye.